When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to another edition of the PHNX D-Backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Jacob is behind the Mac today and he is doing the drum solo. Neither one of us are in that mood. We don't have that kind of energy after watching the Arizona Diamondbacks offense come up short against a fairly mediocre pitching staff in the Chicago White Sox, but uh, the lowly Chicago White Sox for our friends at CHGO. But again, <laughs> welcome in. I'm Derek Montia. I am the mayor of PHNX. This is my vice mayor. It is your Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. And yeah, Jesse, uh, you said it right now before we started, but this was not a very enjoyable game to watch. No. It did not feel like the Diamondbacks were patient at all when it came to their approach at the plate offensively. Uh, you could say what you will about the pitching staff and the bullpen game, but they gave this team a chance to win. It was pretty much the offense that did not show up today. Yeah, I mean, the, the D-backs won a game yesterday uh, scoring three runs, right? Uh, and in this game, it was they were sort of on the other side of that where they where they lose this game three to one. Uh, yeah, they... They didn't really make White Sox pitchers work in in the latter half of this game. Yeah. But in the in the first part of this game, I think they very much did. Tuki Toussaint threw 85 pitches in four innings of work. Uh, but then over the last five innings of this game, once the White Sox relievers got in there, they threw 59 pitches over five innings of work. Uh, and that's just that that's not great, right? Yeah. If you're you know if you're going around 10, 11 pitches an inning, which is basically you know, what what the Diamondbacks averaged against the White Sox in those last five innings, you're just not having very good at bats. Um, And, you know, there was there was some hard contact. There was, you know, some maybe unlucky batted balls here and there. But by and large, just uh, just a poor showing from the D-backs offense for for the second consecutive day. They they didn't do much a whole lot. They didn't do a whole lot yesterday against the White Sox either. That's the thing about today's loss and yesterday's win, right? We said that yesterday's win could have very easily been a loss had it not been for Brandon Fott's uh, day on the mound and the way that the bullpen was able to continue to hold the White Sox, you know, uh, the, the way that they did. But, you know, in this game, uh, again, I, I don't feel like this one is on the pitching staff. It was a bullpen game. Bryce Jarvis got the start. He went two and two thirds innings, gave up one hit, two earned runs, one walk, one strikeout, uh, gave up one home run. Not, not a great day by any stretch of the imagination, but again, uh, when you – you, you know, when you when you add that to the rest of the bullpen, the rest of the bullpen, for the most part, held the White Sox scoreless. Uh, Kyle Nelson was the only other pitcher that gave up a run in this game. Um, but honestly, Jarvis's two earned runs uh, allowed was enough for the White Sox to win because the Diamondbacks offense just could not do anything. And, and again, even with that win, it's not very encouraging. It, they they had a huge offensive output in game one of this series. They scored 15 yeah. runs. It really felt like at the time what we were seeing was them kind of breaking breaking out. And you you hoped 
to see that carry over, especially against a White Sox team that I'm not trying to really call them lowly or anything like that, but they have nothing to play for this at this point. They haven't been particularly good this season. And, you know, they really felt like the Diamondbacks could have secured uh, a sweep after the way that they put it to them in game one. Game two's victory was surprising, but still nice because, you know, again, it's a it's an encouraging sign to see the pitching staff step up and and help them win on a day where the you know they didn't generate that much offense today it felt like the offense let you know the pitching staff down you know in, in the other way so yeah absolutely so, you know kyle nelson again one inning give up to the two hits the one earned run right so it's like I, I don't know but they they went four for 27 as a team in yesterday's loss uh today they only managed three hits three uh, for 29 yeah. three for 29 uh so they went seven for 56 for a batting average of 125 in the two final games of this series. Not great. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you spread out your your run scoring and sometimes you do what the Diamondbacks just did, which is score, you know, 15 runs in a game yeah. and then follow it up and, you know, score three runs and then one run. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, that's, that's uh, you know, unfortunately for them, that's kind of the way it, it works in the sport a lot mm-hmm. of the time. You don't necessarily uh, get to spread out your, your run scoring the way that maybe you would ideally like to, but... Yeah, the quality of the at-bats in the second half of, of this game were just pretty lackluster on, on the D-back side. You know, they've 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 played a lot of baseball. Their yeah. you know, their schedule has been pretty messed up the last you know, obviously over these last few days with what happened in New York and having this series shifted back a day. They theoretically were supposed to be home uh today. with an off day today. Yeah. yeah, they they were supposed to finish this series in Chicago yesterday and have an off day today and you know, be able to rest and recharge for for a big uh, series over the weekend against against the Houston Astros. So yeah, I don't know if fatigue is is playing a role in in that, but they just looked like the the focus at the plate just wasn't quite there in the second half of the game from my perspective. And and it's not everybody because Corbin Carroll still proceeds to look at, at all times like he's trying to generate the offense offense get things kickstarted for this team. Yeah, uh, he was two for four today with a triple that was again one of the fastest triples i've ever seen like it's corbin so we we you know we expect him to get in there safely but to be honest uh, like any normal man is only going to be able to get two bases out of the ball that he hit today and somehow uh corbin turns that into a triple he is not a normal man he is no normal man by any stretch (laughs) of the imagination uh but man he he really did put on a show in this series and today and for that reason he is our king snake uh, Corbin Carroll goes two for four today with a triple run scored stolen base. Uh, just this is what Corbin Carroll does, right? He hits for power. He he, he gets on base. He's, he's fast. He can can get those extra bases with his speed. He can get more bases with with his with his feet once he gets on the on the base path. And, uh, you know, we, we were discussing this the other day. It, it's it's debatable, right? I mean, we know how good Zach Gallen has been for this team. We know how good Merrill Kelly has been for this team. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, I think it is debatable that Corbin Carroll is quite, quite possibly the, the true MVP of this team, the truly most valuable player on the team. Yeah. I, I don't even know if it's debatable <laughs> to be honest. I think, I think Corbin Carroll is, is pretty clearly in my book, the most valuable player on this team. Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly are, are definitely up there to be sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, from a wins above replacement standpoint, Corbin is, is well out in front of, of those other competitors. And, uh, I mean, I think he's going to get MVP votes this year. Like I think Corbin Carroll is probably going to get some down ballot MVP support 
this season for for the year that he's had. And it wasn't that long ago. I mean, just a few months that we were talking about Corbin Carroll as like an actual MVP candidate, sure. right? He was yeah. up there with Ronald Acuna and, you know, in that conversation for a while. I, I don't think Corbin is really in the thick of that conversation at this point, but he's deserving of, of that consideration with, you know, everything that he contributes in, in so many different ways. One thing you were pointing out to me before the show was that Corbin has now played in 156 of the Diamondbacks games. Is that right? I think by the end of the year, he could get to 156, 155 or 156, okay. something like that. Yeah. And that's incredible considering the amount of time that we thought we were going to lose Corbin Carroll due to injuries, yes. <laughs> all the times he's been hit, the shoulder injury scares, the everything that's happened with him. Uh, he did get injured at one point in Colorado and only missed, what, like two games yeah. due to that? I yeah. mean, and, and this is in a lineup where Tori notoriously – pun intended, uh, likes to, you know, give guys rest, right? So it, it typically is hard for guys to play in 155 plus games for the Diamondbacks with the fact that Tory does like to give guys days off, especially if they, yeah. you know, is so for, for him to go through some of the things that he went through this year and to just be, you know, available so much for this team, the ups and downs where he's, you know, where he's kind of just been literally up and down in the starting uh, lineup. Everything. He's just been uh, an incredible player for the for the. Yeah, I remember. I think it was right before the All Star break uh, when the second shoulder scare happened, and uh, Corbin went from being all right, like he really might miss some significant time. This this looked really bad. It it happened for a second time, and not only was Corbin okay. But he was in the lineup the, the very next day. next day. Yeah, the next yeah. day. It was wild. It, it, it really wild. is crazy that Corbin has given the Diamondbacks a, a full season, a complete yeah. season, despite the fact that, you know, uh, people have been convinced on, I would argue, maybe four or five different occasions that he was like potentially like out for the season yes. or going to miss significant time. There was the injury Guilty. in Colorado. Me. This guy. There were the two shoulder things. There have been a couple hit by pitches that did not look good in the moment. So, yeah, I mean, durability is, you know, availability is one of the best abilities. And, and Corbin has had that this year for the Diamondbacks as well. You were present and saw my reaction to the shoulder scare. I packed all of this stuff up in a box and was just ready to take it outside and, and just be done with the whole It would have season. been the end of the PHNX time. Yeah, show, we would have just sure. started talking, like G-rated would have started coming to you from this uh, time slot uh, every single day. But anyway, uh, Corbin again. And, and I think that <clears throat> that adds to his case, obviously, for the National League Rookie of the Year, which seems like a slam dunk firm at this point right yeah it the is fact, a slam dunk the, the yeah. fact that these other rookies no matter where they played they they there was there was injuries there was times where these guys just uh didn't play nearly the amount of innings or have the amount of at bats not to mention uh i mean like like in the reds case right the reds have some wonderful young rookie players but yeah they they, they kind of all contribute so none of them can really stand out in a way on a team like that whereas corbin has not only been like the best rookie on the Diamondbacks team of all the rookies that have uh, that have made their debut, but he's like we said, he's been the best, arguably the best player on the team, and that's something that you can't take away from him. He, he just ascended so quickly from being the new guy to 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 being this team's MVP. So that's just yeah. such a, a good reason for him to win this thing, and he's got new. I'm going to cash that bet. I can't I think, wait to uh, do so. I think Matt McClain with the Reds, like if he had played a full season, you know, he didn't get yeah. any opportunity until yeah. I think it was well into May, and then he had what is now looking like a season-ending injury a few weeks ago. So he's missed so much time that 
I think if he hadn't missed that time, he he would have stood out enough from from Cincinnati's group where he could have maybe made this a little more interesting. Yeah. Kodai Sanga definitely deserves some love in the conversation sure. as well. He's had an outstanding year. Yeah. Uh, but as we saw last year, uh, pitchers just don't really win. The, I really think Spencer Strider should have won last year over Michael Harris, and that didn't happen. Is Kodai uh, the one that asked that, that that didn't want it? No, that's Masataka Yoshida, right? He said that I'm Masataka too old. Masataka Yoshida said he didn't want. He said he said I'm too year. old to be yeah. rookie of the year. Uh, throwing, yeah, throwing, sh- throwing shade at Ichiro. It, it is, <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is different, right? When a guy comes over from you know a, a fairly long career in another league overseas yeah. and you know comes into the majors, it is a little. They're a different type of rookie, right? Than like a Corbin Carroll or a Matt McLean. Uh, I mean, if I were them, I wouldn't say I don't want the award. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, I guess I, I guess I respect that. Will respect I get more money now. because of this? Yes. Give me the awards. <laughs> give me all of the awards that gave give me more money. But. I don't think Masataki Yoshida is going to win this thing in the American League, though. I think Gunnar Henderson has that yep. pretty well locked down at this point. And that's probably one of the most consistent, like from from pillar to post victories for the American League and National League rookies of the year because they were the favorites at the beginning of the year. I remember we were celebrating yeah. a lot of the articles that were talking about Corbin Carroll being, you know, uh, you know, a standout for the rookie of the year in the NL and Gunnar Henderson was very much part of that conversation for the AL. And this like you said, true. it's the it's the injury like what happened to Matt McClain. It's so hard for that for any player to consistently play throughout the season uh, and and honestly you miss time and you just miss opportunities to be you know, obviously playing and 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 contributing to your team and, and giving yourself uh, a resume, a portfolio that that would win you that award. But uh, you guys that are here right now, the PHN Exports YouTube channel, you all deserve all the accolades, all the awards for your portfolios, for your resumes, uh, for being fans of us. So thank you for being here right now in the YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, make sure to do so. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live. Leave us a little thumbs up just because that's your way of telling us you love us. Uh, the brand new wagon shirt is out. It's it, The shirt itself is a wagon, uh, and it's a shirt in honor of a wagon. Uh, so it's, it's wagon squared. It's my I guess favorite shirt say. that we have. By it, far. it by far is my favorite shirt too. Like I really love this shirt, especially because like we have a lot of black shirts, you know, in the in in the PHNX locker. It is refreshing to it's see a nice colored mix. shirt. It's a nice, it's mix. a nice mix. The beige shirts, uh, some of the red shirts, purple. The, all the colored shirts tend to be my my favorite shirts, but this one, this one's amazing. And I know Sean's going to have an entire closet full of these, of course. But uh, make sure to pick <laughs> yourself up the new wagon shirt over at phnxlocker.com. Uh, and of course, if you're listening on the audio podcasting side, you can't see that shirt, but it's, I'll describe it to you. It's beautiful. It's beige. Uh, I guess uh, you could say it's an off beige color, even if you will. Uh, it's got the word wagon in the Serpientes font. Uh, and that's got the little PHNX logo underneath it. It's simple. It's clean. It's beautiful. And it should be everybody's uh, shirt to wear for when the Arizona Diamondbacks inevitably make the Major League Baseball playoffs. Wow. You, you just said that. Did I say that? <laughs> they say inevitably that's probably the wrong, wrong word to use for sure but um, i'll tell you uh, if you want to make outrageous statements like this and blame it on the substance that you've drinking drank uh get yourself some countdown from wink uh Petey had an incredible story apparently countdown has replaced Petey's drinking of alcohol altogether huh and pd does not drink countdowns like directly he just takes a little bit of it like a little shot and he puts it in with some seltzer water and that is Petey's nightcap for the evening. And uh, I love that because Countdown 
countdown will will give you a liftoff. It's ready. It's re- it's ready to get you uh, into space. And it is a nano emulsion cannabis infused beverage that delivers a sky high blast with powerful flavors. Why is it so powerful? It has twenty five milligrams of THC in it, and of, it's currently available in seven states, including right here in Arizona. If you are ready to escape the ordinary, you're just moments away from liftoff. Leave it all behind knowing you'll safely land uh, upon your return. Here's the thing with Petey. He could get Wink, which is Countdown's cousin that just has less THC in it. It's got a smaller amount, which is another option for you as well. Those come are available in the two and a half or five milligram cans, and you can find Wink right here in Arizona. You can find Countdown here in Arizona. But Petey is not is no ordinary man. You know he likes to live dangerously. He likes that extra boost that Countdown gives you. So Petey does love to live dangerously. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. He does. He still is out there playing in that 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 <laughs> that park that he calls it. He keeps calling it a park, and I forget that it's a landfill. It's disgusting. Uh, uh, and sometimes, yes, he does smell when he comes back from that place. But anyway, uh, make sure to check out Wink at all Sunday Good dispensaries in the Valley and Botanica dispensaries in Tucson. They're now in 12 states nationwide and even recently launched online ordering and home delivery to about a dozen others. To find the fastest way to get your hands on one, go to drinkwink.com, and that's W-Y-N-K. And that's for winks and for countdowns. Uh, Also, speaking of placing your bets on Corbin Carroll for Rookie of the Year, you can still do that on the BetMGM app. You're probably not going to get great odds at this point because we all know who's going to win it. But go check out (laughs) all the future bets over there at BetMGM. Uh, And if you place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10 using our code of PHNX, you will get $200 instantly. All you do, all you have to do is sign up and deposit at least $10 into your newly created account. Use that code, again, of PHNX to sign up. And then place a wager in the amount of at least $10 at a standard odds price. Once you have placed a qualifying bet, you will receive those $200 in bonus bets instantly uh, that you will be able to bet on all sorts of other things. Of course, I have said it time and time again. I am an SGP guy. I am a same-game parlay guy. Uh, and I just try to take the safest bets that I can. Don't let anybody bully you into doing that. Like adding multiple legs to a parlay is already dangerous enough, right? It's already uh, you're, you're you're letting potentially you're getting eight, nine legs in there. One thing could mess up your whole Talk parlay. Talk about living dangerous. Right. Thing, right. However, however, if you're using your brain and then, you know, taking things that seem like they're slam dunks, maybe you can packaged together five six legs seven legs over there on the bet mgm sportsbook app and again all you got to do is sign up for bet mgm use our bonus code of phnx place your first bet mgm sportsbook wager through the bet mgm sportsbook mobile application of at least ten dollars you will receive two hundred dollars instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome check out the show notes for full details and now listen to shane who we miss dearly talk about the disclaimer Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. There's a lot of chatter right now in the chat about uh, playoff odds, playoff chances. All well, we of those tweeted things. out last night that the Diamondbacks have, I think according to Fangraphs, it was a 97.8% chance of making the postseason. You guys cursed them. And people were real worried about that 2.1%, which is, which is fair. fair. If you're an Arizona sports fan, you've been damaged uh, many times. Look, so, look here's uh, how it is. We, we've seen it all. 
we aren't surprised by anything. It's weird because I don't even see like Arizona sports fans being the type of people any longer that would rip their television down off the wall and smash it. We would just get up like that gif of grabbing, you know, your purse, you just get up, look disappointed and walk out the room. <laughs> That's what we are at this point, because we all figure all of the bad things are going to happen to us. Nothing good is going to happen to us. And of course, it's probably, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's all going to end in heartbreak, expect the worst, hope yeah. for the best. Kind of I don't even mindset. know if they hope yeah. for the best anymore. It's like, expect <laughs> the worst, hope for not the worst, not nearly as bad. <laughs> yeah. Not nearly <laughs> as bad. Absolutely. But uh, let's take a look first at the numbers from this series, because hopefully that will make you a little happier. The Diamondbacks, uh, they, they, they won this one handedly. But again, see, even with even with one of these games being 15 to four and the Diamondbacks winning the series and everything still seeming like it was kind of a route. The White Sox somehow out hit the Diamondbacks 20 to 19. Is that real? How is that real? Yeah, the D-backs in that 15 run game actually only had 12 hits, That's which is wild. still a lot. But, but still, yeah, you would think had- that with a 15 run uh, day that they would have had 30 hits in that game or something absurd, right? I don't I mean, know about 30, hey, but yeah. 40, 50, I don't know. They uh, they definitely had, you know, some walks and, you know, they got base runners other ways in, in that game in order to score those runs. But yeah, I mean, over the last couple of days, we talked about it earlier, seven for 56 in these last two games. That's a batting average of 125 against a, you know, pretty lackluster White Sox uh, pitching staff. So it's been it's been rough and you know i mean heading into the postseason you know it it would it would certainly behoove the diamondbacks to go in with a little bit of momentum offensively and you know you're going to be facing significantly better pitching in the postseason if you get there than you know what the d-backs have seen these last couple days and they didn't look real good uh in, in these games it's no secret taking a look back at that graphic the relief pitching and starting pitching era really does tell the story here of what the Diamondbacks were able to do, especially considering that one of these three games was a bullpen game. Uh, I think that this is, they, they put up zeros in the first two games and uh, pretty much Kyle Nelson's one run allowed is the only run that the bullpen allowed in this series. In the whole series. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't, things didn't look this good in the series against the Yankees. That's for sure. And that's a big reason why they lost two out of three in New York. But this right here definitely shows, especially runners in scoring position, batting average, everything that the Diamondbacks were able to generate here tells the tale of how they were able to win two out of three in Chicago. And, and honestly, like it felt once again, like it probably should have been a sweep. You know, it just, like Jesse said, even early on, they had Tuki Toussaint, you know, kind of on the ropes. They had him uh, at a pitch count of 85 in four innings. And, yeah. you know, they just weren't able to take advantage of, of continuing to put that pressure on the bullpen of the Chicago White Sox. It felt like once the bullpen came in, they kind of held the D-backs in check. And that's been the story at times. We've seen this team either with starting pitching, make a starting pitcher look like a Cy Young candidate, or just completely be mystified by the by the bullpen once they've come in in fact lately it feels like a lot of the runs they do put put up are earlier on in games than than it used to be and it feels like they kind of uh, even in wins kind of go up and then things kind of go silent for them for a significant period of time yeah i mean frankly the diamondbacks offense is not good if i'm being totally honest that's here. brutality if, but let's if, go with it if you look at just where the diamondbacks rank offensively 
they're they're basically right in the middle of the league, like right in the middle. Sure. And and I think they they kind of make the most out of what they have because they're one of the best base running teams. And then on the you know on the other side of the ball, they're one of the best defensive teams in baseball. Yep. So they they they're good at you know it's they're they're branded on competence, right? As Andy McCullough said on the show uh, a week or so ago. They, they do a lot of those little things really well, but it's not like the Diamondbacks have, you know, six, seven hitters who are really striking fear into the opponent. They've got more like three or four hitters yeah. that, you know, might might strike some fear in, in the opponent. And, you know, they have a pretty well-rounded lineup. They do a lot of the little things well. But, yeah, this this offense is not is not a premier offense. It was in the first half of the season. But in the second half, it's taken a pretty big step back. And all in all, you're looking at basically a league average offense. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, you're going to have days where it, it looks like it did on on Tuesday. And then you're going to have days like this where suddenly it's just sort of absent. Uh, I know I, we mentioned earlier there was some hard contact in this game, which there was. Uh, the D-backs had 11 batted balls of 95 miles an hour or higher exit velocity. It's like that Tommy Pham hit that I was like, that was a really well hit ball. It yeah. just was right at a Tommy defender. Tommy did have know? a line shot. That, that was pretty unlucky in this game. But out of those 11, seven of them were on the ground. Yeah. And if you're if you're rolling over the top, it doesn't really matter sometimes how, how hard, hard you're hitting, hitting it. it. Yeah. If it's in the vicinity of a defender, you know, these guys are good enough where they're going to do with that what they're supposed to. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just... Uh, you know, just a, a tough day for the D-backs offense, and we've seen a few of these uh, we really in, in the last couple months. For we really sure. And to be fair, uh, game two could have been one of those days as well had Brandon fought and the relievers not been as good as they were. So uh, the Diamondbacks definitely got out of Chicago getting taking care of business. You, you, you would hope for a sweep, but winning the series was the important thing here. Yeah, absolutely. And, and of course, I know there's a lot of confusion still, uh, rightfully so, around where the Diamondbacks are in the playoff chase and what their magic number is. Now, their magic number does not go backwards. Their magic number currently still stands at two, which is what it was before today's game. Should the Cubs or the Marlins lose tonight, their magic number would be reduced back down to one? Is that well, down to one? Uh, magic numbers, a lot of misconceptions about the idea of a magic number there we because— go. And I've, I've been thinking about this entirely too much over the last 24 hours. So I apologize in advance for the rant I'm about to go on. Hit him, hit him uh, with the one shot. <laughs> <laughs> the magic number, if you just look at the way it's actually defined, it's not it's not made for situations like this where you have multiple spots and you have multiple teams in contention ah. for those spots. Magic number, it, it is a two-team calculation. It only can factor in two teams and it can only factor in one spot that those two teams are contending for. So like for a division winner, if you've got a first place team and a second place team, magic number is great. It's simple. Everyone gets it. In a situation where you have two playoff spots that are still available and and three tier, I guess four teams theoretically in the race going after them, magic numbers actually don't work. You have to you have to specify which team you're talking about. So the D-backs magic number with the Cubs is two. So that means that two D-backs wins, one D-back win, and one Cubs loss, or two Cubs losses the rest of the way, that would get the Diamondbacks in the postseason for sure. But if you're talking about the Marlins, the calculation changes. I believe the D-backs magic number with the Marlins is three. Right. So you, Because so you if they tie with the Marlins, Marlins holds the tiebreaker exactly. over the D-backs versus what's going on with the Cubs. Right. I, and that's that's what I've heard incorrectly quite a bit is the – 
is the magic number being at two thing because I thought about that with the Marlins being at three. If they went out and the Diamondbacks yeah. lose, right? Like nothing's secured for this team. But like Jesse said, two Cubs losses, that means the Diamondbacks are in. The Diamondbacks get yeah. a loss from the Cubs and a loss from the Marlins tonight. They can still secure their uh, playoff spot with essentially a single victory in the Astros series. So they don't need to sweep the Astros. They don't even need to win it. They just need the Cubs and the Marlins to lose and they need to pick up uh, a victory in this, in this final series. But let's yeah. take a look at where they are at in the wild card standings. And hopefully that can help simplify things. They are currently a game and a half up on uh, the Cubs essentially. And, and I mean, uh, and the Marlins, you could say, uh, but again, the Marlins and the D-backs can't tie. So we'll see how things play out for those two teams tonight. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like you said, the D-backs are in a good spot here because yes. they are going for one of two spots. So they don't need to theoretically just fight for the final spot. They need to just be better than the Cubs really at this part, uh, at this point. I don't know how the Padres snuck onto this graphic, Jacob, and I will never <laughs> They're making their way. you. For the Padres they're, being on air, that makes somehow, me sick to my stomach to see that team's logo. Here's the thing: the Padre, the D-backs are the only team on the National League side or the American League side that are in the playoffs that currently have a negative run differential. It's negative six right now. They're, they're they were really close to to getting rid oh, of that. Man, we were getting there. We were at minus three. Uh, but the Padres, meanwhile, have uh, I think they're the only team out of contention that have not only a positive run differential but such a well massive Cubs too now if they don't make the playoffs. Aren't the the Padres are eliminated? No, N not technically. I think they've staved off elimination. Shut up! I the don't Padres like don't, they have four games left, don't they? The Padres don't have the season series with the Cubs though, so the Cubs are already at. But if they have it with wins. the Marlins, it doesn't matter. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like mm. you did this to me. We already had complicated enough math to deal with here, Jacob, and now you got to factor in the goddamn Padres. I just want them to lose tonight so I never have to see them on this graphic ever again because the Giants are now yeah, no, out of I, it, right? I, I stand by what I said. I, I'm with I you. I think the Padres are eliminated because yeah. the Cubs, yes, the Cubs are losing to the Marlins, but the Padres are losing to the Cubs. Sure. But, but, I what guess, the I guess but what be, if the Padres win four that would be games? A three -way to end tie. The year. That would, yeah, you know what? I think you might be right. That would be a three-way tie, oh, in which wow. case the rules are maybe I a heard little more complicated. <laughs> Can you, you clip hear that? that? Yeah, you should probably clip that, even if you don't put it um, on anywhere. Just nobody, not, nobody, nobody just, got his face though. The face. I'm still like, not Jesse sure. was like really mashing sure. in his head. <sighs> it, it would depend on how the three-team tiebreaker would work. This and is playoff. I don't know exactly. All of them. But I can numbers. now check Jesse off my list of PHNX hosts that have said so that I'm right? correct. The next one I'm going after is Lindsay. How, have you ever gotten yeah, good luck? Have you ever gotten me? <laughs> no. I think so. Nah, that's I, I, I refuse, so. I refuse no to. Way. I, I, don't, I don't admit when I'm wrong. You know that. Uh, but anyway, uh, thank you guys again for being here in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Of course, if you guys are diehards already, make sure. Uh, to go use your 20% discount to grab that new shirt, the wagon shirt. If you are not a diehard member yet, get yourself a diehard membership. You get a free piece of merchandise from the phnxlocker.com, and you can use it on the wagon shirt. You also get 20% off all future purchases. Get discounts with our partners. You get access to all of our content. Uh, you do get access to the members-only Discord lounge and so much more. So join us today. Become part of the family. You'll get discounts from our partners, $50 gift certificate for Mountain Mike's Pizza, which is the official pizza, apparently, of the Los Angeles Angels. 
Weird. I didn't know that. That's incredible. So see, they're baseball. <laughs> they're part of our baseball family, Mountain Mike. So make sure to check them out. Uh, and also, of course, uh, you know, uh, discounts, exclusive discounts with our partners, exclusive merch, exclusive invites to events. Uh, so make sure to join us today and become a diehard member over at gophnx.com. There's that wagon shirt. It's beautiful. Uh, all right. Also, uh, check out, speaking of shirts, check out our friends at Pins and Aces. They have a wonderful selection of golf apparel that they say is for golf and I say is for every single day of your life. Uh, these polo shirts are better than the stuffy, heavy, thick cotton ones you're going to buy in the store. Uh, Kirkland brand, forget that. Go get yourself some Pins and Aces shirt. These are elite. They're light. They're stretchy. They're comfortable to wear. They have amazing uh, patterns and of course uh, you can get all sorts of other golf related items that you don't actually need to use on a golf course or of course you can use on a golf course hats golf bags uh, maybe the golf bag maybe that's one thing you could, should maybe leave on the golf course but uh, beer sleeve that's for everyday life so uh, our friends at pins and aces of course our family owned golf and apparel car- company and they are the official golf apparel partner of phnx in all cities so check out pinsandaces.com and use code phnx to receive 15 percent off your first order and get free shipping that's pinsandaces.com. Um, and also, uh, celebrate losses like this with our friends at OG's Brands. It's the best way to get over a loss. You might not even forget what you were angry about earlier on. Uh, and if you're stuck on what kind of gummies to get, OG's took the guesswork out of it with their new mix bags. They have the fruits. They have the creams. It's a whole bunch of wonderful f- flavors all available in one piece. Uh, and I'm realizing the more I read this ad, the more that flavors is probably the hardest word I can possibly say, apparently, <laughs> that I have the most difficulty with. But uh, get all of those Hall of Fame flavors in one place uh, with the fruits and the creams now available in both a sunny sativa or a mellow indica blend. Uh, allows you to customize your OG's experience based on mood, uh, wins, losses, whatever you need. So check out our friends at OG's Brands for yourself and try one or a few of their many delicious flavors. Uh, check them out across all socials at OG's Brands and online at ogsbrands.com. To find, a lo- find them at a local dispensary near you. Must be 21 or over to enjoy, and please enjoy responsibly. Uh, we talked about how the Diamondbacks do need to get at least one of those games uh, at, in Houston, or not in Houston, here at Chase Field against the Houston Astros, uh, and they need to have the Cubs lose. That's pretty much I where mean, they stand. technically, the Diamondbacks don't, Necessary. I mean, in order to like control their own destiny, yes. Yeah. Um, Win the series mean, against the Astros, and you're in. Basically, there are Take two yeah. out of three, and you're in. That's where they're at right now. The Cubs have four remaining games, though, and if the Cubs lose two of them, the Diamondbacks are in, no matter what happens there against the Astros. So there are there's not a ton of pressure going on onto them in this series, but there's still some. Uh, it is possible that they need to win at least one of these games. Uh, in order to in order to get where they want to go. Also, I feel like I have to settle the Padres situation. A couple people said it in the chat. It is true. The Padres would win a three team tiebreaker Let's with go. the Marlins and the Cubs. So Jacob is in fact right on on this. You said you know, it this, twice. This one Just rare this it. one rare Just occasion. I have to I have to give this. I one don't to him, like so. you congratulating him as much as you have, but <laughs> I guess give him his flowers. But all right, let's. Also, uh, Damon caught strays in the chat. He did. Yeah. Well, because you're. Gra- Yoshi said that I'm his favorite. Your graphics work, and you're correct about things. There's a lot of things that you have a leg up on when it comes to Damon. But uh, let's take a look <laughs> wow. at uh, at the Houston Astros. <laughs> all the yeah, yeah, I didn't need to be that guy, Derek. On his on his day off. That's why I attack love, people. I attack Totri on Twitter on his day off, and I'm attacking Damon now here on live. If on you're the not show willing to like make fun of them, then then you don't like them. You know, it's true. So this is just a sign that we like. If I do nothing but. Compliment you, I probably hate you. Uh, 
which why Jesse's, you wanted Jesse's fantastic. No, yeah, let's take a look at the Houston Astros <laughs> at a glance now. That's uh, no, not probables. Houston. Oh, see, you fucked up. See, I you, take back you everything I soon. said. <laughs> yep. Uh, here are the Houston Astros at a glance. Uh, Eighty-seven and seventy-two record with a plus one hundred and twenty run differential. By the way, like I said, Diamondbacks still the only team in the playoffs with a negative run differential currently. Uh, but yeah, like the the Houston Astros, they are not secure in anything, so they are still very much playing for their playoff chances, which is not good for us. Uh, it's not good that they are still a, a hungry team, considering this is the former champs. Or I guess, you, I guess you could say current champs is what they are. Uh, and they are, you know, like still kind of in a dogfight with the Seattle Mariners for the final wildcard spot in the American League. I think uh, I think the Astros reliever ERA is 3.61. It didn't quite seem right to me that it was 4.55 and also sixth in the league. Oh. So I think we have a, a little typo there. Good job, um, Jacob. <laughs> you spoke too soon. This is how you I really it. did. This all fell apart. Yeah, I had it right. It's right in the. It's right in my notes that I sent to Jacob. <laughs> what number was it? Uh, it should be three point six one. The relief yeah. pitching their their bullpen is actually pretty good. Very good. But their yeah, I mean their starting pitching ERA is only fourteenth, and that's for a team that coming into the year seemed to have one of the one of the best rotations in baseball, especially after adding Justin Verlander at the trade deadline. Uh, you know, it, it looked extremely formidable, but some guys have had a, a bit of a down year. Christian Javier has like a mid fours ERA, I think, mm -hmm. for the Astros. Yeah. Possible the D-backs could get him uh, in this series. J.P. Francis had a decent year, uh, not that. one of their frontline guys. Hunter Brown has thrown like 150 innings for them this year, has an ERA around five. Uh, Framber Valdez has done what, you know, Valdez usually does and has been one of the better pitchers in the league. But yeah, there are some vulnerabilities here on the starting pitching side that we haven't seen from past Astros teams. So I, I'd uh, like to defend myself in my typo. No. That graphic was definitely in Slack at least an hour before the game was over and nobody checked it. So that's on you guys. Wow. Wow. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Giving you numbers that you have to put from the sheet. I gave <laughs> yeah, you the numbers correct. on into the you graphic. They're in somehow, Slack. You didn't uh, look. I'm going to go to the comments here. Uh, Charles Woodall Pike says DFA Fodge. That's a direct <laughs> attack on you. And see how quick they are. They don't. They're they're as quick as Sean is. Your guys' favorite someone. shows on PHNX would not be the same. Peace of Yoshi says bring back <laughs> Emma. Uh, there's Damon in the chat. He says I'm always watching, taking notes, remembering the slander of my good name forever. Damn it! I thought Damon. Why is Damon watching this show on his day off? That's absurd. <laughs> you better be careful what you I definitely say on the show. I, definitely I am so him. sick of people watching this show that I don't think are watching this show. I'm getting myself <laughs> in trouble constantly. Uh, all right. Well, let's take a look at the probable pitchers, which we really don't know who the probable pitchers are for the Diamondbacks, honestly. We do know one guy, and that is Zach Gallon. Zach Gallon will indeed be starting in tomorrow's game, and that is going to... Uh, be it as far as confirmed starters because things could change should the Diamondbacks clinch a playoff spot tomorrow. Do you think they care about which playoff spot they clinch? Do you think they care about playing? Hmm. Like, do, would you almost think that they would, might purposefully lose to try to drop down once they clinch <laughs> a playoff spot so they can take on the Brewers instead of the Phillies who have won seven straight? I wouldn't say they will purposefully lose, but I do think that if the Diamondbacks clinch any spot, they would be inclined to, you know, Rest reset, their starters. Yeah, reset their starting rotation. You know, maybe you finally give Gabby Moreno a day off. Maybe you give some other position players days off. So in that sense, I mean, it's possible that, you know, once you clinch, if you do clinch, you might drop down in the standings. 
At the same time, uh, if we pull up our standings graphic one more time, it's pretty unlikely that the Diamondbacks are they're they're in really good position to get the second spot, not just to sure. get a playoff spot in sure. general. They have a distinct advantage over the Marlins with that game and a half lead. Uh, you know, they essentially have a two and a half game lead over the Chicago Cubs uh, because of you know having Tying. that tiebreaker. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's still possible they could wind up in the three spot. The most likely scenario would be if the if the Marlins caught up to the D-backs, then the D-backs would drop below them. Um, but yeah, it, they're still in good position to have the second spot, and I don't think they're gonna like go out of their way to you know throw games in order to get the Brewers instead of the Phillies in the first round. There's not just not that big of a difference between them, right? Like the Brewers are an incredible team because of their pitching. The Phillies are a really good team because of their hitting. Uh, you know, for the Brewers, there's some there are some questions offensively for the Phillies. There are some questions on the pitching staff, though maybe not quite as many. So maybe you'd rather have the Brewers and the Phillies. But, you know, there's just not a huge difference between these two teams in terms of who you'd rather face. So I don't really see the Diamondbacks, you know, doing much in in the vein of like trying to avoid one team or something it, it just it wouldn't be a great look going into the postseason anyway and uh i just don't think there's a big enough difference between the teams to justify that fodge is out here doing just the shadiest poll anyone's ever seen uh not only did he fully try to uh influence the poll there by was putting, no voter influencing there was 100 <laughs> percent. he put whose fault is the graphic error and then he put jesse and derek right answer in uh, in parentheses next to it and then he did fodge and then the minute that he got any kind of advantage which the poll went 55 to 44 with nine votes meaning there was one vote that swayed wait, in his direction wait, what was the poll question uh, it was whose fault it is was the graphic, the graphic error. error jesse the and one derek. where he couldn't the only options the were me and you, yeah, and then me. He lumped us together. I lumped you we two both together as one answer, and me as one answer. It. And out of uh, nine people, five of them said you. But he immediately closed the poll the minute that he got that extra vote. So we were—he was down that whole point, and then the minute he got to nine, one of those stop the count situations. He is, yeah, he is a stop, stop the count kind of guy. Stop the count yeah. once it once it's in your. He's favor. a monster. He's a monster, absolutely. But uh, so are the Houston Astros, and the Diamondbacks cannot take them lightly because this series at home is very important, and it gives fans an absolute great opportunity to go out root on this team in the final series uh, of the year because this is fun this is what this is this is playoff you know baseball at home essentially is what it is right yeah and who knows how long they go so it could be our closest chance to experiencing that this season with the success they've had so go out there make sure to support this team there's a, it's fan appreciation weekend so there's all sorts of fun reasons to go anyway 50 percent off d-backs dogs get out of here what 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 do you need more of a reason they're already but pretty affordable too they are pretty affordable but most importantly uh they are going to have the uh i think it's the yard sale is what they call it where you can pick up all yeah, sorts of tomorrow, giveaway right? items they have stuff for like a dollar it's incredible i think i got that little on track uh, bullpen cart for like a dollar one year at the at the yard sale you so. got the actual bullpen cart no, for a dollar just the little one the little, oh, the little no, one. no the little replica yeah the, okay. the big one i keep at my house i bought that on ebay <laughs> that's a completely different <laughs> scenario but anyway uh well we uh implore you if you live here in arizona to get yourself a great pair of sunglasses 
sunglasses uh, and do like I did. Get them from a sunglass company who once you lose your sunglasses, we'll send you out a brand new pair with no shaming and no questions asked. Uh, that is our friends at Shady Rays. Uh, they make gear built to last, a premium polarized sunglass, and they offer the most insane protection plan in all of eyewear. Every single pair of their sunglasses is backed by a lost and broken replacement plan. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you out a brand new pair, no questions asked. And of course, uh, I lost mine, and that's what they did. So they have your back long after you purchase. You can shop their entire collection at the brand new location at Carolyn Commons. It's a full stop shop for all things Shady Rays. And of course, if you don't love your Shady Rays or you know you just want a different pair, you want to exchange them or your money back, you can do so for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Uh, of course, again, they always have your back. Uh, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. What is going on? Don't, don't. What is happening? <laughs> I, I, this is that is weird. I don't, I don't want Emma over here. Uh, there you go, Derek. I'll hide them. Hide my legs. Thank you. Like... <laughs> Come on. We just have to stay Chill on the out. shot. All right. It's not like Emma's still in the building and can't just look at yeah, your legs. She, just, she, could, she could privately message me over here, and I think that would be even weirder. So I don't know why she's doing it publicly in the chat. But uh, Splash Sports, a uh, great way for you to make money against your friends like my friend Emma. Uh, PHNX has a weekly pick em and NFL Survivor Contest. Pick X, I could say, uh, an F NFL Survivor Contest for everyone to participate in for real money. All you do is head to slash splashsports.com slash PHNX and sign up, deposit cash to get started, and it's just $5 to enter either contest. Uh, PHNX Weekly will be running NFL Pick X Contest and Survivor Contest. So the more you enter, the larger the the larger the prizes are, we'll be running weekly contests all year, so be sure to keep that link handy. And if you want to run your own contest, you can do so at Splash Sports. If you're tired of being the commission on your league and having to chase people down for money, which I absolutely always hated to do, uh, you can sign up now to be a commissioner right through our link and earn money for the contest you're already running with your friends and family. So head to splashsports.com slash PHNX to join in. We'll have different contests coming out, so we are stoked to compete with you and against all of you. Be sure to click our link in the description. Last, again, I've said it before, I celebrate losses and I mourn, uh, or I, I don't celebrate losses. We you shouldn't. celebrate losses I celebrate and you wins. mourn wins. Yeah, well, I mean, you could say that too, but uh, <laughs> I do celebrate wins and mourn losses with our friends at Fort Peaks. And of course you can too. They have a wonderful variety of beer uh, and the Joy Bus, it just always makes me happy. It always picks me up. Uh, and uh, of course they have not only a wide variety of, of beers always available, but right now it's pumpkin porter season. So make sure to check out pumpkin porter back on the shelves and in draft lines throughout the valley. Uh, and of course, you know, it's this time of the year, right? Pumpkin spice, pumpkin everything, right? This is the best. It's pumpkin the, spice and everything nice. Everything nice. They also have the pumpkin cheesecake at the 8th Street Pub, which is to die for. Sean so and I sure talk about this all the time, but they have the French onion soup as the well. French onion and it's soup. so good. It shouldn't even be seasonal. That's how good it is, but it is. So only go get it quick before it's gone. Uh, visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all of your favorite brewery tours and events. Steinholding, which turned out to be very difficult. Uh, Oktoberfest and haunted brewery tours are all right around the corner uh, again tell them that we told you that the ghosts make the beers uh, and then when they play dumb <laughs> you know that it's true uh, check out at four peaks uh, brew or four peaks pub to keep up with the latest arizona's hometown brewery must be 21 or older to drink four peaks and please drink responsibly i would tell people that ghosts made the beers to be honest 
Uh, I think it would make the beers worth more money. I think you might have come up with that theory, but yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, way more marketable. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah. uh, I guess the, the last the last thing that we should ponder is the Diamondbacks could have clinched today, right? And you know where they would have clinched, Jesse, in a goddamn airplane while they were flying about yeah. 100, 100 miles outside of Phoenix. I mean, yeah, sure, maybe they could have popped little bottles of alcohol or something <laughs> on the plane. Can you imagine they just go start, ballistic yeah, in the airplane? Start, <laughs> start dosing the other other passengers on like a commercial flight if that's what they're on. I don't know what they're on, but... I don't would, think they're on a commercial No, I flight. mean, you know, that would be even more... That'd be make it even more fun, right? But, uh, yes, I will say that uh, there is potentially something to be said about being able to clinch at Chase Field, right? Yeah, I mean, I would think, like, if you're a D-backs fan, you should probably go to the game tomorrow, right? Like, there are a few experiences True. better, I think, as a baseball fan than watching the home team clinch on on their home turf, right? I mean, I think that's just one of the coolest experiences. Obviously, the, the real fun happens in the clubhouse after after the fact. But and I can't wait um, for him to be a part of that. Yeah, I really can't. Supposed to, I'm I, supposed to wear like ski goggles. I is asked that, him. Is that I was like, idea? "Do you have a good pair of ski goggles?" And he looked at me like I was crazy. And I said, "You need something with a strap that keeps whatever tight to your eyes. Swimming goggles, whatever. It's not just for fun. It's not just so you look like you're part of the group. It's not just to be uh, it's, fashionable. It's, yeah, they just don't necessarily." like sequester the media to like a safe space in these moments uh yeah so we'll there we'll is see. no safe space as a matter of fact uh i think zach gallon and merrill kelly would actively seek you out to spray you with champagne in your I'm, face I'm but, sure. uh, yes. I don't. and those glasses those aren't going to do anything can i tell you folks how how much it hurts to be sprayed in the eyes with champagne uh it's <laughs> one of the most awful experiences i've ever been through in my life so uh we'll see what happens but hopefully jesse gets to experience that maybe maybe you get to see some swim in that pool don't be a thief of his joy (laughs) i want him to experience all of those wonderful things i think i've told this story maybe even on the show before but i know i told jesse this my first experience was i believe when the dodgers clinched and when i did go into the clubhouse uh pedro gomez rest in peace was standing in the corner as far away from the action as he possibly humanly could be and i walked over to him the veteran move it was such a veteran move it was such an og move because i went over to him and i asked him Hey, are you going to join in and and all the fun? And he goes, nah, you guys enjoy that. (laughs) And it was simply that he didn't have any like sage advice for me, but it was enough for me. I was smart enough that I should have been like, oh, there's a reason he's standing over here. And I soon figured that reason out. Um, And let me tell you, if you get pulled over by a police officer after being in the clubhouse and drenched with champagne, what answer are you going to give them for why your car reeks of alcohol? I don't know. Oh, I was in the clubhouse at the Diamondbacks while they were celebrating. Good luck with that one. Good luck getting them to believe that one. I will say, so just so people are aware, the Marlins play tomorrow at 3.30 Arizona time and the Chicago Cubs play at 5.10 Arizona time. So both of those games have a little bit of lead time ahead of the Diamondbacks game. So that means, you know, depending on the outcome of the D-backs game. And depending on the outcome of tonight's game, they could like clinch before they even. Yeah, well, I guess what I'm saying is there's not really there's not a very likely scenario where the D-backs do clinch tomorrow, but we don't know right when the game ends. You're probably going to know right when the game ends because the Marlins and Cubs games will probably already be over at that point. All right. Well, we thank you guys for stopping by uh, and hopefully you get to go out and see the Diamondbacks clinch tomorrow here at Chase Field. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter. We will be covering all of the action all weekend long. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse N. Friedman. Uh, Jacob is at Jacob underscore Franklin four. 
Uh, I got that one, even though it's been a minute. Uh, our show is at PHNX underscore uh, D-backs. We are still Damon's dogs, by the way. I want him to know that if he's here watching. But, uh, <laughs> of course, all roads do lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We appreciate your time. We thank you guys for stopping by. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you clinch your playoff chances at home. <laughs>